Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about, about uh, planning your day. Uh, we talk a lot about how you plan your day and your week. And we were realizing sometimes it's hard to know how to schedule out your day and what to what to put in. So we're, we're going to talk about how you can do some background research and figure out where you're going to work best. This, and is, this is not complex. Don't let the, no, the, no. <laughs> the background research freak you out. But this is a, a technique that I think is really good for really any entrepreneur at any stage. If you're feeling a little bit stuck or you're feeling like, where, where do I go next? What should I be doing? This is a really great exercise. And it's something that, you know, I sometimes will sort of look back and think, okay, well, how did I, how did I spend that day? Like, how did I not get that done? Like, what did I do instead? Yeah. I, was I was, you know, had set as a priority for my day. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So we, we were d- discussing the idea of uh, like, you know, when you're, you're starting a new food routine or something, you, you start by tracking what you actually eat. Like, what did you snack on in the morning? What was your breakfast? What were your uh, snacks throughout the day? Did you snack before bed? Uh, what are your meals? What, so that you're, you're tracking realistically, you can look back and see over a week what you actually ate in the week. So we we were thinking you can transfer this easily over into how you spend your time. So where do those little pockets of time go? What do you do um, in the morning? Where do you find yourself really excelling at uh, getting stuff done? Where Where is your creativity at, at its height during the day? So if you um, start like a little... Um, a tracker, like a little diary of, of how you sp- actually spend your time during the day. We're, we're trying to shift you from, from having a busy, busy day into having a productive day. So you can shift things around in a way that's going to make you more productive with mm-hmm. it and, and still put in some rest. So yes. This so is our I think that's, that's the key. And the one caveat that I want to put right at the front end of this conversation is there's no such thing, or at least I certainly don't subscribe to this. I don't think you do either, Lisa, that you, you're spending your time in either good ways or bad ways. There's no such thing as a good way to spend your time or a bad way to spend your time. You're just spending your time, right? And some of it will be productive and some of it will be less productive. But there's, I mean, certainly if you, <laughs> you know, if you're tracking your your days and you're like, you know what, I, I lost myself for three hours on Instagram, or I lost myself three hours on TikTok, like I'm raising my hand, because that can happen to me, I kind of get sucked into the TikTok world. And I'm like, all this great stuff comes up on my for you page. And I'm just scrolling along and I'm like, Oh, I guess my children need to eat dinner, I better get started on that. But that's never a bad thing, right? Because it's, it's, I see that time is like, my brain is resting. And it's just, it, it needed a break. But yeah. it may also be impacting my productivity. It might mean that my kids are eating dinner at seven o'clock instead of six o'clock. Right. So, I mean, it, it does, it, it is, it, it does have an impact in terms of um, what you want to get accomplished during your day. 
So yeah, that's that's really what we're we're saying is that take a look, right? And do this for a week, like sort of like in your journal, in your planner, write down the times that you're doing stuff with zero judgment. I mean, don't don't put this on yourself that, oh, I'm tracking myself, so I better I better get productive. This is a time to get real with yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And see, because then it gives you better realistic expectations about what you can actually get accomplished during the day. Right. And that's what we want to do really here is to give you absolute permission to set up your priorities in whatever way works for you. I mean, there are lots of people who have these amazing morning routines and they can get lots of things done in the morning. Um, I know that that doesn't work for me personally, but I know it works incredibly for lots of people. And uh, before we hit record here, actually, I was telling Jen, like, if I got up in the morning and started on my number one priority of what, like, I really want to get this one thing done today. If I started that when I first got up in the morning, it would not, it would not go well. It would take longer. It wouldn't be the quality that I would want it to be. I know that I would have to put that in a a more productive time in the day. I have different things that I guess I have my own morning routine, but it's mostly just like turning on the kettle to make tea. (laughs) Um, That has to happen before the productivity happens. So I think that's important. Like uh, we, you know, the day planner is set up. It has the eat the frog, um, do your self-care. Here's your high priority list. But it's okay if those things don't happen as soon as you wake up in the morning, you know, like, so we just want to give you permission to really customize that day for yourself so that it, it can really, your productivity can be at its maximum without you being busy, busy, busy. Because I know, mm-hmm. yes, if I started something first thing in the morning, it would take me a lot longer than it would later in the day, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much the same way. So I am not really a morning person. I've got a, I've got my own personal morning routine, but it's not really related to anything we do in our business. Um, it's more related to like just coming into the day for me, right? I'm like getting prepared for the day and all that, all that good stuff. And I, I'm way more productive in the afternoon and the evening. And I always have been and I always will be. But it's like a pretty, it's not a super long window of time, right? Like I'm good from about 1 p.m. I'm bad. Well, I'm, I can work any time of the day, but I'm most efficient, most productive, usually between like 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. Usually around 9, 9.30, my internal clock is like, you're done for the day. It's over. Go to bed or go watch TV or go read a book or go do something else. I'm not going to give you any more. My brain says, nope, that's it. You're out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I go through cycles too, where I can go later, but (laughs) usually yes. 930 for me as well as is the cutoff. Now I know someone, a fellow um, entrepreneur, and she will get up at 5am before her kids are up. She'll hop on and she'll get all her social media posts for the day. She'll send out a couple personal emails to people, uh, some clients and, and get those little pieces of her work done as soon as she gets up and then she meditates and then has some breakfast and then, uh, gets her kids up, which I mean, that's incredible. I just, I, it is really good. She does a really good job. That's a great time of day for her to be doing that. So uh, 
I, I could never do that, but it completely works for her. So you really tap into your time for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you've sort of figured out whether, you know, maybe you are an early bird or a night owl. And the point that I think sort of most important here is that just because you haven't tackled the highest priority on your list first thing of the day doesn't mean that you're not tackling it efficiently or productively. And when you are actually tackling your high priority tasks in your most productive time, whether you're whether that's the morning, whether that's the afternoon, whether that's the evening or nighttime, you actually are working most productively. Right? We've sort of got it in our heads that you need to get up and like get up like your friend Lisa, like get up at 5 a.m. and do all this stuff. And if you don't do that, you're not gonna make it. And that's just such a load of baloney. Because we've done, we've actually built our business in the afternoons and evenings. Because that's when we work best. Right? We don't meet till Lisa and I don't actually meet till later in the morning. Until we are both awake, we both have a shot or two of caffeine. Yeah. Well, we yeah we try to meet it. We tried for a long time to meet at nine, and then we realized we weren't really productive till ten anyway. So we're like, well, we'll just meet at ten. <laughs> yeah. And then we we'll, we actually do. We meet for a couple of hours, and sometimes we get lots done, and sometimes we just have to chat, and we just do that, and then we go our separate ways, and in the afternoon. We get all of this work done independently. And then we come back the next morning. We're like, okay, here's what I've done. And, you know, Lisa says, oh, here's what I've done. And we're like, okay, well, let's just chat today because we clearly did it all. But that's because we were focusing on our priorities, like our, our, our individual priorities inside of our business when we were most productive. So simply by shifting to the time that works best for you when you're most efficient, when you actually get better quality work done, you're you're actually improving your productivity, right? If we started all of a sudden saying, you know, we need to meet at 7am, we need to get all of this work done before 11am, we would have zero business. We would not have, we would, it would be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it would be an absolute disaster. It really would. So I think, yeah, that's really key. So either either track it on your phone, on your laptop, set up a little uh, spreadsheet, or just grab a, a, a calendar that you can write in. Yeah, hopefully you've already been using the July day planner. Um, you can track and you've been tracking what you've been doing. That would be super helpful. Write out like a little seven-day thing and just write down, okay, what am I doing today? What did I start with? What felt good? Um, you know, you can, I mean, go back and review what, what things felt good at the end of that week. So really go down day by day, just like you would with a food tracker, just that's your time tracker. When did yeah. I take a break? When was I productive? When did I get great phone calls done? When did I write good email content? Where was it? You know, whatever it is that you're doing in your business that day, write it all down. And then, um, yeah, and then you can really determine when you can be the most productive, especially if if you are working from home. It's um, and and you and you're trying to figure out your schedule. If you're spending all day doing little bits of work, 
and never really sitting down and, and focusing, it can feel like you have a 12 hour day all spread out. See if you can reassign some times for, for that productivity and um, see if you can start seeing where your big priorities, your big creative bursts um, are showing up for you. I want to point out that the second benefit of this exercise of tracking your time over, let's say, a week is that it's going to give you a really realistic sense of how long it's going to take you to accomplish a goal. It's one thing to say, it's going to take me one week to get this goal completed from beginning to end. But if when you're tracking your time, you see, you know what, hey, you know what, I really only have two hours of productive time. The rest of my time is spent, you know, dealing with either kids or family or friends. And you know what, I really do need an hour to downtime in the afternoon. Maybe I need to take a nap, whatever that looks like for you. So instead of instead of tying yourself to an eight hour day where you know some of that's not going to be productive time, you're really giving yourself permission to spread that goal over a longer period of time. When you know that you have two hours of really productive work time, and then you can look at what your priorities are going to be like over the time that you're using to accomplish that goal, get really clear about what's happening when, and then you then you're not getting to the end of that initial week saying i feel really guilty because i didn't accomplish this already you've you've made it so that 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 goal the actions towards that goal are now built in to your life not the other way you're not packing your life in around that goal you're packing that goal in around your life which is completely freeing and is such a wonderful space to be in then it releases some of that guilt that you have towards, you know, I'm not spending eight hours a day on my goal or I'm missing time with my family and friends or, or it like for myself. It is, it, it's a really valuable exercise to see how much time do I actually have in a day that I can be productive so that when you actually are spending that hour, that two hours, that four hours, however long that is, that you're actually spending that time doing things that are productive for you at the time of day where you're most efficient and productive. Agreed. And to add to that, I would I would also encourage you to see w- what times you find that you need to take a break. Because sometimes, I mean, we've done this before. We'll start, we'll be working and we're just on this roll and then we forget to eat lunch. And then you start feeling like, oh, I don't know what's going on. You realize, oh, I should probably have a snack <laughs> or some lunch. Um, so make sure you're you're scheduling that in to your time and making sure that you can, um, you know, refuel. Refueling is is about taking a break for your brain and also putting some nutrients in so your brain has something to use as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nobody, like we've said this before on the podcast, nobody's vision board has, I'd like to skip lunches <laughs> as part of your dream for becoming an entrepreneur. Um, so make sure you're, 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 you're also tracking like, when you start to feel like you need, uh, you know, another tea or another coffee or a glass of water or your lunch, um, make sure you're 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 saying, oh, you know what? I was starting to get hungry here. Maybe this is when I should think about scheduling that into my day. I, I think that it, especially 
for those of us who've come from, you know, working for others and you have your eight hour day and you have your schedule of when you're supposed to take your breaks, you, you tend to think that you have to do that eight hour day. You have to do breaks only when, you know, someone else says it's okay, or you, you know, it depends what kind of culture you come from, what kind of um, business culture you come from too. Like, are you supposed to eat at your desk to make it seem like you're working harder? That doesn't, you know, when you're not working for someone else, you're working for yourself. You get to like, this is a total time to not be judgy. (laughs) Take your break, figure out when you work best. And yeah, so this is just a, a great exercise all the way around in terms of your workflow. And it can really help you plan how you want the rest of your weeks to look. So yeah, have fun with this exercise and hopefully you learned some stuff from it. We would love to hear what kind of things you 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 picked up from this exercise. Um, send us a note at hello at successintheshygirl.com and we would love to hear how this exercise has uh, taught you how to schedule your day. Mm-hmm. And if you are looking to shift from busy to productive, just a reminder that the 2022 Vision Success Planner is now available. A link to that will be down below in the show notes. So go have a look at that. There are eight gorgeous new covers this year. You can pick whether you want a spiral bound or a hardback copy, some really fantastic notebooks that go with it this year as well. So go have a look at that if you haven't had a chance to do so. We want to say thank you so much for joining the conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.